Good morning or good day. We give glory to the Almighty God for another day that He has given us the privilege to witness. If you are hearing me this morning, that means you are alive. So, give praise to God for the gift of life. Yesterday we heard about the topic that says, What lack I yet? We were able to examine the life of many kings in the land of Israel who reigned after the death of Elisha. But there is nothing significant to point at in the life they live. And during that period they were reigning, we couldn't see anything good to talk about because of one failure or the other. Many of them did what was right, but just one attitude, one character, one habit punctuates all the righteous deeds. So, what are you still lacking? What are those areas they need to work upon? We rounded up with the story of King Ezekiah, and this morning the topic we are considering says it pays to do right. It pays to do. Right. Second Chronicles chapter 29, I'm reading verses 1 to 11. Ezekiah began to reign when he was 5 and 20 years old, and he reigned 9 and 20 years in Jerusalem. And his mother reigned was Abijah, the daughter of Ezekiah, and did that which was right in the sight of the Lord, according to all that David his father had done. In the first year of his reign, in the first month, opened the doors of the house of the Lord and repaired them. And he brought out the priests and the Levites and gathered them together unto the east street and said unto them, Hear me, ye Levites, sanctify now yourself and sanctify the house of the Lord your God, your fathers, and carry forth the filthiness out of the holy place. For your fathers have trespassed and done that which was evil in the sight in the eyes of the Lord our God, and have forsaken him and have turned away their faces from the habitation of the Lord and turned their backs. Also they have shut up the doors of the porch and put out the lamps and have not burned incense nor offered burnt offering in the holy place unto the God of Israel. Wherefore the wrath of the Lord was upon Judah and Jerusalem and he had delivered them to trouble, to astonishment and to hissing as he see with our eyes. For lo, our fathers have fallen by the sword and our sons and daughters and our wives are in captivity for this. Now it is in my heart to make a covenant with the Lord God of Israel that his fierce wrath may turn away from us. My sons, be not now negligent. For the Lord has chosen you to stand before him, to serve him, and that you should minister unto him and burn incense. That's the record of the reign of beginning of the reign of King Ezekiah. So this morning we are going to do a little of theology. Who are the righteous? What is righteousness? Any difference between Old Testament righteousness and New Testament righteousness? What are gifts of righteousness and what is the fruit of righteousness? Is there any reward for the righteous? The righteous are those who are doing what is right. In the Old Testament, Jesus has not died for anyone. The Bible talks about some saints are being righteous. Know this. When Jesus came and died for us, we have his righteousness as our righteousness. So every one of God's dear children 
have the same righteousness and the same right standing with God because we are in Christ and He is our righteousness. Let's note that one. Everyone, a bishop, an evangelist, a newly converted, and not shy in the church of God who has given his life to Christ, if any man be in Christ, anyone that is in Christ, a newly converted and a bishop of 20 years in the ministry, the same right standing. Though our understanding level differs, God doesn't love one of his children more than the other. He won't listen to one praying more than the other. When you in, you know this, your faith will abound and your prayers will work. Today, so many people are still struggling so long in the realm of self-condemnation and in the process, they let the enemy rob them. People are condemning themselves. They thought they have to attain righteousness by their own power so that they be able to win the victory over the enemy. People who do this just know their prayers won't work and that God will not hear them. They think that if they could just find a righteous man to pray, his prayer will work. Because James 5.16 says, effectual prayer of a righteous man availeth much. However, people who live in the realm of self-condemnation don't know that they are righteous. They think they are not righteous. They think if they could just find a righteous man to pray, his prayer will be heard and answered. This is the level many born-again Christians are today. So instead of studying the word of God and finding answer to their problem, they have sought desperately for some righteous man to pray for them, some prophets, some prophetess. But thank God, according to Romans 3.26, to declare, and I say, I'm quoting it, that this time is righteousness, that it might be just, righteous, and the justifier of him which believeth in Jesus Christ. My hearer, my listener this morning, do you believe in Jesus Christ? Have you confessed him as the Lord and Savior and you have keep on confessing him to everyone? Are you born again? If you are, then you are righteous in Christ. God himself has become a righteousness. God the Father became a righteousness when he imparted unto us his nation, eternal life. When we were born again in the new birth, Jesus became our righteousness. The moment we took him as our Savior and confessed him as our Lord, then he became our sponsor, our Lord, our head, and our very life. Listen to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 to 21. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and have given unto us the ministry of reconciliation, to wit, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not in putting their trespasses unto them, and have committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Now then, we... Newly converted, we, bishop of 50 years old, we, prophet of 10 years old in the Lord, we, reverend that have been serving God for the past 25 years, uh, we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's head, be reconciled to God. Listen to verse 21 of 2 Corinthians 5. For he himself had made him to be sin for us who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in Him. That you, that myself, that all of us, we have been made the righteousness 
of God in him. So, but we have to differentiate this morning between righteousness as a gift and righteousness as a fruit. The one we have just read for us is righteousness as a gift. Jesus gave all believer, or every New Testament believer. The above description is righteousness as a gift. But we are, are we to be born again and keep wearing transparent dresses, flamboyant appearances, using foul languages, dress indecently, sit with discomfort, and walk in the way of sinners and claim that Jesus is our righteousness? No. Of course, believers are to live right. We are to live right. It is true. It is necessary, highly important. But actually, righteousness means rightness or right standing. And righteousness is a gift. If you can't see that, read Romans chapter 5, verse 17 again. And let us let it sink in your heart. We ought to know it. Righteousness as a gift and righteousness as a fruit. They differ from each other. And righteousness as a gift, if you can't see that, read Romans 5, 17 again, let's sink it. Righteousness as a gift is something that is received now. Righteousness as a stage of spiritual development is a fruit of the born-again, recreated human spirit. It takes time to grow. That's righteousness as a fruit. It's a stage of spiritual development. And that's why that pastor differs from that newly converted Christian. And that's why that prophet differs in understanding in spiritual development from a newly converted Christian. Other scriptures in the Bible talks about fruits of our righteousness. So they are referring to the fruit that is a product of our right standing with God. Eskiah has this. And tomorrow and thereafter, we'll be hearing more about what the right standing of Ezekiah produced for him. I pray that as you keep on living right, it will produce fruit for you, and you will have good testimonies in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Righteousness as a fruit of the born-again human spirit is as a result of being virtually connected to the vine. According to John chapter 15 from verse 1 to 8, the fruit and the vine. But if the word Righteousness, referred to in Romans 5.17, was a fruit of the Spirit, he would have said, and of the fruit of righteousness. That one is talking about gift. In other words, you will have to grow or develop to that place of righteousness. But it does not say that. It says we receive gift. So there is gift of righteousness, there is fruit of righteousness. We have to know this this morning. So as a Christian, when you are born again, things you used to do before, don't keep on doing it and say, God is looking at my heart. It's not concerned about my outward appearance. Have to run when you go to the market to buy orange or purple. You don't look at the inward. You look at the back to know which one is ripe and which one is not ripe. So this is different. the difference between righteousness as a gift and righteousness as a fruit. We have to know this. We have to deal with this issue today because we want to examine two major, unique, uncommon, yet till now, unrepeated stories or testimony about Ezekiah will be seen in the beginning from tomorrow. All because he had this fruit of righteousness. He developed himself. He grew in it. 
Many kings have come before him who messed up, but he made up his mind. No matter what, the righteous may suffer, but God will deliver him from all the suffering. The righteous may fall, but he will rise again. The righteous may be disappointed by men, but God is his appointment. The righteous may even die while living righteous, or because of his righteousness, but his heaven is sure. He who delivered Daniel, Sedra Meskal Abednego is the same one who watched Stephen dying as a martyr. He who stirred up the apostles to pray for Peter could do the same for James, but he did not do it. James died as a martyr. He who healed Ezekiah of sicknesses and had 15 years to his lifetime is the same one who watched prophet Elisha dying of sickness. Yet he didn't do anything because there is something he has in mind to do with the dead body of Elisha. So today, let's keep on living right. There is a reward, and your reward cannot be denied you. Tomorrow, we start examining differences between a righteous man and the reward of a righteous man. Ezekiah had two notable testimonies that I see of common tea today, a record that no other person has broken. We will see this tomorrow. Are you living right? Keep on living right. You are born again. Yes, you have the righteousness of Jesus Christ as a gift. Walk on the righteousness as a fruit. Make up your mind. Develop yourself. Joseph said, how can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? There are great wickedness we are doing today and we call it fun. Stop all those things. Don't claim fruit, gift of righteousness. Don't miss it up. There's a difference between the two. Tomorrow, we examine more and see what God did for Hezekiah. And I believe that God, God of Hezekiah is here alive. As he did it for you, he will do your own. As he did it for him, he will do my own. God bless you. Enjoy your day. In Jesus' name, amen.